Hello, welcome to the DBT Book Club. I'm Tana and I'm going to be reading from page 136. It's on chapter 6, Basic Emotion Regulation Skills, so you can turn over to that page on your digital or physical copy. Reducing your physical vulnerability to overwhelming emotions. In addition to recognising how your thoughts and behaviours can influence your emotions, it's also important that you recognise how other health-related issues influence how you feel. Here are some examples. Food. Your body needs the nutrients it gets from food in order to keep functioning properly, just as a car depends on gasoline to keep running. As a result, the food you eat affects how you feel directly, both emotionally and physically. Different foods can affect the way you feel, as can the amount of food you eat. For example, foods with a lot of fat in them, like ice cream and pastries, can temporarily make you feel pleased and satisfied, but if you eat too much of them, you might start to feel heavy and sluggish. Over time, if you eat an excessive amount of food with high levels of fat or sugar, you also gain weight. This often makes people feel sad or unhappy about themselves and it can lead to health problems like diabetes and heart disease. Other foods with high sugar content like candy and soda can quickly make you feel energised but as the effect wears off, these foods can leave you feeling very tired or even depressed. Just as eating too much of certain foods can make you feel ill, eating too little food can also make you feel unhealthy. Getting too few nutrients in your diet can make you feel dizzy or lightheaded since you're not getting the energy you need to keep functioning. It's recommended that you eat a moderate amount of a wide variety of healthy foods every day, including fruits, vegetables, grains and proteins. But if you are curious about your diet or need help creating a healthy diet, contact a medical professional or a certified dietitian for advice. Or visit a reputable nutrition website such as the site for the United States Department of Agriculture at www.mypyramid.gov where you can find recommendations and guidelines for eating a healthy, well-balanced diet. In the space below, record any thoughts you have about how your own eating habits affect how you feel and then write at least two ways you can improve your eating habits in order to feel better. My eating habits affect how I feel because I can improve my eating habits by I would say my eating habits affect how I feel because when I eat too little I start to feel really tired and sleepy and unmotivated to do work and then I don't end up doing anything. Then I start to feel guilty later on because I feel like I did nothing with my time and I start to feel disappointed in myself. 
I used to have an eating disorder before, and I used to binge on a lot of food, and then I used to vomit all of it. So when I notice myself overeating, I start to feel disappointed in myself and think, not this again, Tana. When I eat fatty foods like chips or pizza, I start to feel sluggish, lazy, and unmotivated. But when I eat healthy foods like vegetables and fruits, I notice that I'm quite active through the day and also motivated to do my work, and I also feel light. I think I could improve my eating habits by setting a schedule so I can tell myself to eat food at particular times because sometimes I'm too enrolled in doing my work and I just forget to eat. Or sometimes I feel sad and I don't really feel like eating. And this leads me to feel really tired later, so I should probably set timings where I should eat. I should also try to moderate eating unhealthy food and stick to eating healthy food. If any of you would want to talk about this, you can drop a message in the server. But I will move on uh, to the next topic. Overeating and undereating. Also be aware that some people with overwhelming emotions use food in self-destructive ways either by drastically overeating or undereating. Sometimes people overeat because the food makes them feel emotionally calm or even numb for a short amount of time. And, again, these feelings lead to the person's behaviour being repeated in the future. Equally dangerous is the fact that some people try to control their overeating by engaging in purging activities like vomiting. Frequent purging can lead to a very dangerous eating disorder called bulimia that can have devastating effects on your body. A side note, I used to do this in 2018 and I had to suffer from a lot of vitamin deficiencies and fatigue every single day for a long amount of time and I still think I'm still suffering from a few consequences of this when I don't drink enough milk or something then I start to feel my bones hurt a lot and if any of you guys are going through any of this and you have problems with overeating or undereating or have an eating disorder please try to use your distress tolerance skills when you feel the urge to overeat or undereat and try to distract yourself from these urges because as we just read it can be very harmful for you in the future so keep practicing your dbt skills and you guys will do really well moving on drastic undereating can also make a person feel good for a short amount of time undereating can serve as a form of self-control many times People with overwhelming emotions feel like their lives are out of their own control and undereating gives them a sense of power over their lives that makes them feel better. However, this quest for control can be dangerous because excessive undereating can lead to anorexia, an extremely unhealthy and potentially life-threatening eating disorder characterized by a person's drastically reduced weight. If you engage in any overeating or undereating, identify what those behaviours are in the space below. Then identify what the temporary rewards might be. And finally, identify what the long-term costs and dangers are due to those behaviours. 
The overeating or undereating behaviors that I engage in are. The temporary rewards for my behaviors are. The long term costs and dangers of my behaviors are. You guys can fill in these answers in your book. If any of you want to talk about this, you can drop a message in the server. Drugs and alcohol. Like food, anything else you put in your body will affect how you feel. Alcohol and drugs often make a person feel temporarily happy, numb, excited, or just different. Naturally, these feelings can lead to repeated use of these substances, especially after the temporary feelings have worn off. However, the excessive use of alcohol, street drugs, or abused prescription drugs can lead to many health complications, addiction problems, legal issues, financial difficulties, and relationship problems. For example, alcohol is a depressant that makes you feel tired, sluggish, and sad. Many people don't believe this because they say alcohol makes them feel more energized and social. However, alcohol actually makes them feel less self conscious, so they're more willing to do or say things that they normally wouldn't. But with enough alcohol in anyone's body, he or she will start to feel sad and tired, and the less you weigh, the quicker the alcohol will start to take effect on your body and feelings. The use of street drugs and certain prescription drugs can have similar effects. Certain drugs, such as cocaine and crack, can initially make a person feel good or energized, but after the effects of the drug wear off, the person may also start to feel depressed, anxious, or paranoid. The same is also true of many other street drugs, such as marijuana, methamphetamines, And heroin. Certain prescription drugs can also make you feel depressed and anxious, so be sure to check with the medical professional who prescribed them if you're feeling any distressing side effects. I was given anti anxiety pills and they started to make me feel really numb, and I started to feel like a robot, and I started to feel like I wasn't feeling anything at all. And another time that I got prescribed anxiety pills, I started to feel even more anxious and I started to feel my neck and chest burn, and I had to talk to my psychiatrist about these side effects. Nicotine from tobacco products and caffeine are also considered to be drugs, although they are legal and very prominent in our society. Nicotine is a stimulant that activates a person's muscles, regardless of the fact that some people say that smoking makes them feel more relaxed. In these cases, what the person is actually experiencing is a temporary sense of relief from his or her body, which has been craving more nicotine. Nicotine is a highly addictive substance that makes people want to smoke more cigarettes, and that craving can make a person feel very irritated until he or she smokes again. Caffeine is also a stimulant that is found in coffee, tea, many sodas, sports drinks, and some painkillers. If you drink too much caffeine, you will start to feel jittery, shaky, and irritated. 
You can also become addicted to caffeine, and if you don't get enough of it in your body after you're addicted, you can become irritated and possibly develop headaches or other physical symptoms. With the regular use of alcohol, street drugs, and many prescription drugs, you may crave more of this substance just to feel the same effect it once gave you, or to feel normal. This is called tolerance. If you notice you are having this experience with any substance, including prescribed drugs, you should speak with a medical professional. You should also speak with a medical professional if you have a history of alcohol or drug abuse and you want to stop. Withdrawal from alcohol and some other drugs can be potentially dangerous. In the space below, identify what the temporary rewards might be for your behavior and identify possible long-term costs and dangers. Then record any thoughts you have about how your own alcohol and drug use affects how you feel and write at least two ways you can improve your habits in order to feel better. The alcohol or drug using behaviors that I engage in are The temporary rewards for my behaviors are The long-term costs and dangers for my behaviors are my alcohol and drug use affects how I feel because I can improve my alcohol and drug habits by Physical exercise The human body is designed for motion and activity. It's important that everyone engages in some amount of regular exercise in order to keep their bodies healthy and functioning properly. Without exercise, your body won't burn up the extra energy it stores from the food you eat. As a result, you might start to feel sluggish, you might start to gain weight, and you may even feel a little depressed. It's recommended that everyone engages in approximately 30 minutes of moderate or vigorous exercise most days of the week. This can include walking, jogging, swimming, biking, weight training, or any other activity that makes your body work harder than it usually does. Regular exercise is especially important to keep your heart healthy. Even if your movement is limited or you've never exercised before, there's always something that you can do that's within your safety limits. Be sure to check with a medical professional or a physical fitness trainer before engaging in any type of strenuous activity like weightlifting. And talk with your medical professional if you experience any abnormal pain when you exercise. In the space below, record any thoughts you have about how your own exercise habits or lack of exercise affect how you feel, and then write at least two ways you can improve your habits in order to feel better. My exercise habits affect how I feel because I can improve my exercise habits by When I try to do exercises that are too strenuous, I start to feel drained and unmotivated to do anything else. So I try to stick to something more mild like yoga 
and I think I could improve my exercise habits by setting aside some time in the day where I can do some mild exercise for at least 30 minutes so I can feel active and good throughout the day. Sleep. Getting enough sleep is one of the most important things that you can do to feel healthy. The average adult needs approximately 7 or 8 hours of sleep each night. Children and some adults need slightly more. If you're not getting enough sleep each night, you probably feel sluggish and tired all day and you probably also find it hard to think clearly. It's no wonder that a lack of sleep is often the cause of accidents and poor decision-making ability. No amount of caffeine can make up for the sleep you missed the night before. In fact, caffeine, alcohol and other drugs can all interfere with your ability to sleep at night. Your body needs a proper amount of rest because it uses the time when you are asleep to repair itself. If you're not sleeping, your body can't heal itself properly. If you wake up many times throughout the night, if you snore excessively, or if you wake up gasping for breath, these can all be signs of sleep disorders and you should talk to a medical professional. Do your best to develop proper sleep habits in order to get the rest that you need. Refer to the Guide to Sleep Hygiene on page 142 to develop healthy sleep habits if you need help. Then, in the space below, record any thoughts you have about how your own sleep habits affect how you feel and write at least two ways you can improve your sleep habits in order to feel better. My sleep or lack of sleep affects how I feel because... I can improve my sleep habits by when I sleep less I start having headaches the next day because I have migraine and this makes me feel irritated and tired and makes it hard for me to do my work and function properly through the day. I could improve my sleep habits by putting my screen away at a certain time and going to bed at the same time every day and waking up at the same time every single day. Illness and physical pain. Obviously, if you're experiencing any illness or physical pain, this will affect how you feel emotionally. Your physical feelings and your emotional feelings are directly connected. And sometimes it's hard or impossible to feel emotionally healthy if you aren't also feeling physically healthy. Therefore, it's critical that you get medical help for any illness or physical pain that you might be experiencing. Furthermore, it's also extremely important for you to follow the advice of the medical professional who is treating your illness and to follow the prescription plan for any medications that you might be given. To prevent possible illness and physical pain in the future, if you aren't already experiencing them now, use the guidelines in this section to create a healthier life based upon proper nutrition, plenty of exercise, avoidance of alcohol and non-prescribed drugs, and plenty of necessary sleep. In the space below, 
Record any thoughts you have about how your own illness or physical pain affects how you feel, and then write at least two ways you can treat any illness or pain in order to feel better. My illness or pain affects how I feel because I can treat my illness or pain by my migraine can sometimes be very bad and it can be bad to the extent where I actually feel like shouting or screaming or it can be lesser intensity but kind of be there throughout the day and this affects how I feel because it makes me feel irritated and unmotivated. I can treat this and cope with it by sleeping properly, eating healthy food, meditating and doing yoga. I've found that all these things help me a lot with my migraine. You guys can also come up with strategies to cope with your own illness or pain and also follow the help that's given by your medical professional. That's it for this episode. I hope you guys liked it. Thank you for listening to this podcast and make sure to tune in for the next episode. Thank you.